0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 49 of At the Coffee Table podcast. Uh, This is Jason Klink back with you, and today I am joined by Morgan Backus. Uh, Morgan, uh, I wanted to bring on the podcast here today uh, to bring a different point of view and some different values when it comes to health and wellness. Morgan takes a very holistic approach to her health and wellness service uh, that she uh, provides to her clients. Uh, and I thought it was super interesting. Uh, a lot of her content, she puts out a ton of content on social media that uh, is super interesting. And uh, I wanted her to speak on it on her behalf because I don't think I could do it justice. So Morgan, thank you for joining me here today. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: So you are a health and wellness um, coach, I guess, for lack of better terms.
1: Yeah, and- I feel- yeah. Go ahead. No, I just feel like sometimes um, I think there's so many different kinds of coaches out there that um, it's it's kind of difficult because I wear many hats, right? So some right. people think of me as a coach. Some people think of me as like a spiritual practitioner. Some people think of me as like the meal prep person. But I wear all these hats, and all in all, it's you know my job is to help guide people through transitions and to reach goals and and to look at things like you said in a, in a holistic aspect.
0: So, how would you, if you were, we'll, we'll call it a pitch. But how would how would you like? You would explain to somebody like me that's that hasn't um, fully, maybe don't, I, I didn't fully understand what it is, or maybe it's a new new introduction kind of situation. How would you, you know, explain what you do day in and day out?
1: Right. So I guess one thing I don't do is like pitch, and um, <laughs> and you know maybe that's good, maybe that's bad, but um, right. I think that I do put a lot of different content out there. So sometimes people will come to me with a question about nutrition. Sometimes mm-hmm. it will be a life question. Sometimes it will be a relationship thing. And then based off of whatever their, um, their current issue is, then I kind of take the lead of what area of focus that I, I could offer to them. So I, I have three main areas of focus, health and wellness, which is, you know, mm-hmm. fitness and nutrition, uh, spirituality, Good. and then new to my tool belt is financial services. So okay. all of these impact us in a way. So what I do is I, I listen to their problems that they have and and to me that's really important, the listening aspect, because a lot of people don't have that person that'll actually take the time to listen to them. And that's where I get all the information I need to make the most educated pitch or suggestion um, and then from there I you know I'll listen I'll maybe give them a tip if they're looking for some advice and then I'll provide them with an option that I could help them with long term so you know between okay. three months or six months
0: so it was interesting because I was reading your story on your on your website and uh, for people that don't know her website's uh, cleansingconsciousness.com. Um, and I was reading through it, and what's interesting—you spent a little bit of time as a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a mom. You have a, a, a young daughter, right? Yeah. And you, you had life throw you a curveball. Your mom passed, and kind of brought you to this point. Was was that really the, the all of that kind of like catalyst to to what you do now?
1: Yeah, you know, I so I guess I should like go back a little bit. I've always been a very health conscious person and mm-hmm. somebody who's Always been aware of their nutrition and their fitness, and I've struggled too in the past as like a adolescent and a teenage female and somebody who actively participates in sports. So I had my own struggles, and when I went into policing, I saw a lot of other struggles that you know officers and first responders were having, a lot on the nutritional side and what they they have to go through mentally and emotionally. And I love being a police officer. Um, I was really able to um, to, to bring to life, like the masculine side of me and, you know, the command presence and being able to take control and and direct and and do all those things that you would look at an officer to do. And then I was starting to see that, you know, the people that I, I was around and just statistically like the rates, um, that, that you get for certain diseases and predispositions, um, that, that was hitting me pretty hard. So when my mom passed away, um, it, it kind of made me realize how short life was. And though I loved policing and I love being in that position, I wanted to help people more on a different level. Um, you you help a lot of people as a first responder. And I just wanted to do more. I wanted to give more. And and there's certain limitations that you have as you know, as a first responder. And mm-hmm. and I just love the one on one experience and really changing people's lives for the better. So I take the negative experiences that I've been through that I've walked through and I've had to overcome, and I've yeah. learned from that. And of course, I've paid for education and seminars and and long education um, and certifications like all those things. I'm I'm bettering myself. So when I meet those people who have been <coughs> in my shoes, I can better help guide them um, with firsthand experience. So it's really at the core me really wanting to help people and make a difference in their life.
0: Yeah, you know, it speaks a lot coming from public service and being in service of others. And I, I've talked about this before. You know, I spent 25 years in public safety. I've seen the good, bad and the ugly uh, of of the business. Um, and I, I actually had um, a, mel- a mental health awareness advocate for Syracuse Police on my podcast early on uh, last year, uh, just talking about how the mental part, the mental health part of that that industry uh, for a number of years, if not decades, went ignored um, and it's become more and more apparent how that's truly necessary um, to a, to embrace that kind of part of your own overall health. Um, because without, in my opinion, without the, the mental health, it's tough to have the physical health and the mental health really affects the physical health. You, you know, I think that's accurate, right?
1: Yeah. And that's exactly how I approach coaching in general. Sometimes people will come to me with a goal or an obstacle and they find out really soon that my approach isn't the normal approach. Usually what we end up working on is something far different than what they assume we're going to be working on because our health and our wellness is it's, it's a whole and everything will affect just like it's a domino effect, like the ripple you change one aspect and everything else is going to change. So sometimes, the root issue may not be where you think it lies. It could be in a complete different area. So my right. approach is really looking at everything as a whole, mm-hmm. and and sometimes and oftentimes not starting where you think we're going to
0: start. Right, right. Um, now I know a lot of folks when they think spiritual, they think religious, which is not necessarily i mean they they walk parallel to me in my opinion they walk parallel but they're not not typically the same thing how would you explain the the you know, embracing the spiritual part of health and wellness versus the the rest of it the food you know the nutrition and the and the uh the the uh fitness
1: right so i kind of associate spirituality with um whatever faith you have or the driving force and the beliefs so i kind of um I put your mindset in with spirituality because usually whether it's religion or um, a certain form of belief or whatever denomination, it doesn't matter. But for the most part, we have a a common belief or something that we feel is true for us. And I Mm. am 100 percent along the same path as, you know, to respect everybody and their own beliefs in their own way. Um, I don't think that there's a, a one way to believe or one specific thing or that one thing is better than the other. I think spirituality to me is that driving factor, or that knowingness that you're following that, that gives you that that it's going to be okay or I'm going to look to this for assurance when there's nobody else or there's just me. There's there's something more out there, whether you want to call it God or source or the universe or creator or Allah or mm-hmm. A god or a goddess or whatever you feel, it's that right. it's that knowingness inside and that desire to follow that or explore it if you're not really sure. And and that's important, too. Um, I think knowledge is power. And, you know, I'm not religious per se, but I love learning about different religions and different beliefs because I feel the more knowledge that I have, <laughs> the more of a, an opinion or a, a belief I can formulate for myself.
0: So it- just to draw from that a little bit, um, because a lot of the influencers that, that I've listened to that I've learned from, and uh, I've learned a, a ton in a short period of time, um, t- they talk about how knowledge is power. But the other part that uh, some of them put in there is knowledge is power, but it's not any power until you put action behind it. And they they talk a lot about with that action, you you know, you have to, you know, I've heard some say you have to like increase your own personal vibration within your space. That you have to 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 you know increase your chances of being successful to turn up the the temperature in the room per se, if you're if you're um, around the same group of individuals or uh, associates or whatever it might be and and life is flat that if you turn the temperature up in the room to get around folks that are vibrating so to say at a higher frequency that that tends to um, just expand your overall well-being um am am i close with that
1: yeah i would say that that's 100 percent on track Um, and it can come from a lot of different aspects Um, nutritionally you can eat and consume foods that will change your vibration mentally Mm -hmm. you can speak things out loud say things to yourself say things to other people that will raise your vibration Um, a lot of people think that you know by asking for a certain thing that that's going to come to us But oftentimes, that's really just initiating the fact that there's a lack of that in your life. So when we're talking about attracting abundance or changing our frequency and where people seem to have an issue with it is it's coming more from a place of fear and lack than to feel the emotion. So, you know, the the law of the universe of the law of attraction in particular is like Mm -hmm. attracts like. So to be rich and abundant, um, you know, I would say instead of looking at money as an enemy, look at money is a tool. And, you know, the end game is you want to be, you want to be free. You want to be confident. You want all those things. So instead of worrying about the tool and how to get there, focus on how can you create that feeling first? How doesn't really matter so much as what, what you want to be. So the more you can actually live in, in that, that state Mm -hmm. of emotion, the more Mm -hmm. that, that will come to you naturally. And it's kind of like a, like a, a mind twist, right? And it's like, well, yeah. how, how can I feel all these things if I feel like crap? Well, and that's, that's the point of the process of looking and expanding and trying and applying it. So, you yeah. know, one of my spiritual practices is I, I journal every single night, like religiously, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of saying, man, I wish I had this in my life, you know, I say thanks for having this or just showing appreciation. And then asking more for an opportunity so not even saying like man it would be great if i had this but more so can you present me with an opportunity so i can take action and sometimes those opportunities may not be the opportunities for you but the fact that they're presented and it's what you do with them if you're either going to take the opportunity or not um that's showing energetically what you're willing to bring in in, in, and receive in your life and that's that's another thing that i think a lot of us struggle with Um, We all know it feels really great to give. uh, but It's a lot harder to receive. So asking for help, taking a compliment, finding a corner on the street and saying, oh, look at that abundance just fell into my life. And, you you know, not being nitpicky about it, just accepting what it is. So more of that will flow to you. So I, I actually love that question.
0: Yeah, that's, and it's, it made me think about, so for, and I've talked about this before for, for a long time, man, I was in a bad spot. And if you saw me in a setting, doesn't matter what, the, say you saw me walking down the street, hey, how you doing today? Terrible. My answer is always terrible because mentally I was just in a bad place and really had no direction, no, no real cause and no real drive. And then, you know, slowly I made changes for myself to where now, if you saw me walking down the, the same sidewalk, it, well, you know, how you doing? Great, fantastic. Doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having, I'm fantastic. Uh, because it really seemed like the, that mind switch to, you know, it, it, everything's good. And, and no matter what's going on today, everything's good. And, and this is what I'm putting out to the world. I, it made a huge difference for me, as, as quirky as it might sound.
1: I know, I think that's great. And I don't know if this is going to be a very popular opinion, but um you know i think that we're meant to go through those tough difficult times and yep. a lot of us try to repress that and push those negative emotions away so if we if we're feeling guilty or upset or angry instead of feeling those emotions or that time in our lives we kind of suppress it which you know then manifests into physical ailments or just bad juju right so yeah the more yeah that we resist something the more it's going to persist and I, I found that my mindset has shifted a lot um, over the past five years, whereas if things were a situation was to be presented, which would be very easy to view in a negative way, flipping the script immediately and saying, Well, how how is this positively impacting my life? Or mm-hmm. could this have gone a different way? And is this really the better the better way? And I think that in feeling those really crap moments, it allows us to see and feel ourselves at the lowest and really for for some people drive us to to not be in that position again and and to prove to to ourselves that you know we have somewhere to go but when you're in that really dark space it's really mm-hmm. hard to see a light so i think that surrounding oh, yeah. yourself with people who can uplift you and putting yourself mm-hmm. in the environment you know the five people that you surround yourself with are going to be you know who you're you're going to kind of resemble the most but even on yes. social media i think it's really really important now to if you're going through a hard time I know that you know taking a, a breakup with social media has become a popular thing which is great but when you're on um, when you're on social media when you're walking down the street and in your environments or work um, trying the best that you can to surround yourself with um, people who are going to lift you up and be a positive role in your life and sometimes yeah. we really can't control that but the thing that we can control is, is how we react to situations. And, you know, just this morning I had somebody ask me about, you know, how to deal with somebody who's malicious towards them. And, you know, a lot of times things like that come from our own issues that we're having with ourselves, And they always tell you as a, as a business owner, don't take things too personally. Well, try not to take things too personally as an individual too, because, you know, nobody really knows what each person's going through. So the right. one thing that we can control is ourselves. Um, yeah. But it, it doesn't make it any easier when you're in that dark spot. So just trying mm-hmm. to surround yourself and and ask for help, too. Like, sometimes our pride just wants to rule our life. And, you know, I I can say that from experience. I, I got to the point for a while that I just I didn't want help. I was very independent. And I thought that that would make me weak by admitting something. But in reality, it made me stronger and a more well-rounded person to be able to know that, that's okay. And who am I to say, I want to go around helping people, but when it comes to me, I I don't need the help either. So yeah. embracing those times of darkness and those negative situations and shifting your mindset in a way that you can then turn around and it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not like you can Google no, no like, way. how to change your mindset and then
0: you know, in, in 24 yeah, hours, it's
1: going to be great. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a constant um, journey. And I think that that's yeah. the best part.
0: Yeah, I, it a hundred percent you know it, it really resonates and, and I was just having a conversation here recently with a, a friend of mine known for quite a while and this friend is just struggling just the struggle a lot of crap happening and uh, you know I, I was trying to give my best trying to listen and then give my best advice and you know I'm like you have to be you and take care of you and find those healthy outlets to get everything that's up here out. No matter if it's writing, journaling, exercise, and I think this is what you embrace, and and I've seen it, you know, over the last few years, really, really work. And one of my favorite um, quotes from Ed Milet is, you know, life happens for you, not to you. And the first time I heard that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And and I now I I truly embrace that. I think life life does happen for you, not to you.
1: Yeah, I I agree.
0: So looking at, w- with a lot of the content you do and, and you do the nutrition part of it, and it made me think of uh, a guy I, I knew from years ago. He was a mutual friend with my brother. Um, he was a all-natural bodybuilder. And when we used to talk to him, he used to say, if it's got more than three ingredients, I don't put it in my body. And I uh, back then, and this was a number of years ago, and I was like, well, that's interesting. So you know, you start looking at, at some of this stuff, and it's like, why does anybody? Now, I'm going to date myself, but I grew up in the '80s, and we microwaved everything, and we had all kinds of pro, cheese came in a wrapper. Um, you know, we that that was just the the diet. You know that because it was quick and easy. Everybody was busy. It was quick and easy. But it's easy to not understand that you're really kind of of not doing yourself. Any favor by eating processed foods and all that all the time. I know a few years ago, my wife and I, you know, started um a healthy eating trend where we got rid of a lot of garbage, and getting rid of a lot of garbage and eating more fruits, vegetables, you know, whole the breads with whole grains, all that stuff. Um, we got rid of a lot of garbage weight. And I think you your your content that you put out on that and the message that you even takes it uh, to uh, a whole new level.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess when we come to like the nutrition conversation, there's a million different ways to look at it and, um, you know, using myself and as an example, um, I have done a lot of different things nutritionally. I've been my own experiment and Guinea pig and, throughout the course of my life and the stages I've been through, I've been able to see what has worked and what role they play and how they influence me in other areas of my life. So, you know, as a, as a health coach, a lot of people kind of want, want you to be like, all right, tell me exactly what to eat. So I, at one point I would have been like, perfect. So you need to have this much protein, this much carbs, you need to cycle it on this day, eat it at this time. And, and that works for some people. And there's a time and a place for that. And and that was me for a long, long time. I would count my macros. I would make sure that things were nailed right on the money, that I was, I was very much in control of the aspect of my life that I could control when other areas of my life were not, and I was not in control of it. So when it yeah. comes to food and nutrition, there's a lot of different things that I look at. Um, and I think we all know inherently what's good for us. Not junk, fruits, vegetables, water, sleep. We all know that, but how do we apply it, right? <laughs> Everything, you know, there's so many different things out there that look really shiny and pretty, and it's all glittery, and it's like, oh, this diet's great, that diet's great. Well, that's fantastic, and that may work, but what's going to work for you is going to be very different than works what works for your wife or your kids or you know, your best friend or this person who naturally gained 25 pounds of muscle. And... It's it's my mission to put the control back in my client's hands. I know exactly how it feels like, and, and this comes from a spiritual aspect too, to want the questions or want the answers to the questions that we're seeking so bad that we're going to just grab anything we can left and right and left and right, and we're yep. going to try it. We're going to do it. And then nothing's really getting solved. It's just putting Band-Aids on the boo-boos or, you know making things look pretty on the outside but really what's going on in the inside is a whole bunch of chaos. So, being able to know that um by giving away your power is, you know, asking for all these things instead of kind of sitting with yourself and saying, "Okay, what is good for me?" And it takes a lot of practice. And and that's why I I choose the spiritual things that I do for people and mm-hmm. how I like to coach people because I mean we we all look for structure in a way but in in what way do i know what's better for your body than what you know so it's my job to ask the right questions to give the right information the right tools to make you go aha okay so maybe it's not this that i want maybe i'm craving something very much different and now my my own brain can acknowledge that and process that and it makes my why or that reason, or what I'm going to be able to stick to that much stronger, because you know what does Morgan know about my life and my health? I know. I've experienced it. I've done it. So I know this is or this isn't going to work for me. Um, and then we talked about raising our frequency, and from a spiritual aspect, um, there's there's different things that we can do or acknowledge, and just to become more aware of what we're consuming. It's it's really crazy. Um, for an example, my eight year old daughter, we were sitting down at the table, and you know I've got a really bad habit. You know my siblings, some of them have a bad habit of just shoveling food in our mouth, and then it's just yep. okay, it's done. And then yep. you know my daughter, same way, like they're gonna do what they see, right? So shoveling in her face, and you know as a coachable moment for a mom, I said, hey, let's think about it this way. So I think she had cucumbers and strawberries, and I said have you ever thought about where your food comes from? And she's like, well, no. And I said, well, somewhere, somebody had to grow these strawberries and then somebody else had to come and pick these strawberries. And then from there, somebody packed those in those those boxes that we got and they went on a truck and they, they got shipped to the store. And then a supermarket, um, somebody who works in the supermarket, put that on the on the counter and then we picked it up and then the cashier rang it out and then we drove home. So our food has traveled all this time and went through all these people. And then I could see the reaction where she's like, huh, wow, that's a lot. And, <laughs> and sometimes we tend to just want that instant gratification and not think oh, yeah. about where things come from. Because sometimes it's yep. more comfortable or sometimes we're just our life is too busy and we don't have time for things. So right. when it comes to food and what works for you, the, some of the first things I would say is to slow down. And acknowledge Mm -hmm. where it comes from, or show a little gratitude for if somebody prepared it, or if you prepared it yourself, or if it's an animal product. I mean, it came from somebody or something. It has, you know, some type of life in it. And just to show that appreciation, the more that you can do that, the more that law of attraction is gonna keep kind of rolling over in your life, and you're gonna become more, you know, abundant in other areas and have more gratitude. And it's just a ripple effect. You know, once you start working on one aspect, it's a catalyst for everything else, and that's why holistically it's really important for me to, and and I use some intuition and and you know whatever spiritual things that I've I've learned throughout the course of my thirty years, um, to 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 bring to my client. So that's mm-hmm. what you know when I see that spark like I saw in my daughter, that's what really makes me happiest because I know I didn't have to say anything. It's something that they they reflected on themselves. It gave them yep. more confidence. It gave them more power. And they're way more apt to stick to that because they know it's true from a faith yeah. perspective.
0: That's fantastic, and uh, you know, I've never really heard it quite quite put that way. And and what an amazing connection with your with your daughter to be able to kind of connect the dots. And I think that's that's what it is is, is connecting those dots and appreciating each mm-hmm. dot, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would be your biggest piece of advice for somebody that was looking to just make a change? They're not feeling great. Their life's not going great. Whatever it might be, what is your biggest piece of advice just to, to start making some changes?
1: I would say do something that feels uncomfortable. Um, mm. anything that feels super comfortable, you're probably you you probably feel pretty sure about yourself. But whether right. you whether you win or lose, it's you're making a change. So if it's something uncomfortable, something you're not used to, you're bringing something new into your life and you're going to learn from it whether that's something that's going to be positive or negative. And right. that's that's another thing. Um the villains that we that we play in our in our lives or in other people's lives, I think we get this idea that the most important people are the ones that bring us the most joy and and all these things, but you know, for me personally, I can look at, you know, the experiences or people or relationships that may not have felt great in the moment, but have changed my life in a catalytic effect that just tripled, like it just, it made my life that much better in a way. So yeah. making an uncomfortable change, an actionable change, something that you're mm-hmm. not used to, um, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You learn something from it. And then you pick right. something else that's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, when I first got into finances, I did so because I know what it's like to be not financially healthy. And Mm -hmm. instead of looking at it like, man, I can't do this, it's this is a challenge, I'm going to learn something new, it's going to be hard. And and I'm going to gain something from it. So I would say the first thing to do if they really, if if they don't know where to go is just try something uncomfortable, whether that's a food, whether that's a mindset, whether that's, you know, uh, taking a, a new a new route to work something to switch up your life because we'll, we'll get in these habits and these routines that are just the same repetitive over and over yep. but how do we expect change if we don't if we don't switch something up so do something uncomfortable and do something different the worst that can happen is you're going to learn a lesson it,
0: it, you know what i couldn't agree with you more because getting comfortable with being uncomfortable got me to this point right now having this conversation with you is you know getting on un- or getting comfortable with uncomfortable caused me to to switch out of public safety it caused me to s- switch into to building my businesses that i have to take on a different 9 to 5 job that i have and to create this podcast cuz you know i've probably said it 50 times that if it wasn't for the pandemic lockdown i may or may not have jumped off the cliff to do this podcast so yeah. i can completely embrace getting comfortable with being uncomfortable cuz um that's where a lot of my own personal growth has has come from um uh, just doing that and and you're 100% right on with that piece of advice so morgan I, I appreciate you joining me here today what is the best way for people to connect with you either on social or otherwise
1: yeah honestly i would say you can go to the conscious sage um on facebook or just send me a message on my personal page morgan Backus. And from there, if you've got a question or something going on and I can help you, I, I would love to connect with you.
0: That's fantastic. And, you know, if you can't seem to, to find Morgan, which would be tough to do, but if you can't seem to find Morgan on, on social, feel free to reach out to me. Leave a comment in, in the uh, on the podcast here, and I'd be happy to connect with you. Morgan, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate your time, your insight. It's been fantastic. We'll have to do it again here real soon.
1: Thanks, Jason.
0: All right, guys, this is the At The Coffee Table podcast where we sit down at the virtual coffee table and discuss a little bit of everything and anything and hopefully bring some value to anybody that's listening. Uh, like I said, feel free to you know comment and share this with anyone that you might get any value out of this. And with that, everybody take care of yourselves, take care of each other and have a great day.